beautiful humans. I have been gone for a little bit. I'm so sorry. Um, life has been crazy, but a good kind of crazy, I think. <laughs> um, I quit my job. Yesterday was my last day. Um, and I gave two notice, uh, two weeks notice um, two weeks ago on Wednesday and I, I took a risk. I hadn't heard back from the main job that I wanted. I guess I can say it now because everything's finished, but I'd been interviewing with Wizards of the Coast for a graphic design position for about six months now. And I was a finalist, but two weeks, two weeks, gosh, guys, my brain, two days after giving notice, um, so that, like, not even two days, so Wednesday I gave notice, Thursday night is when I found out that I didn't get the position. And it was hard because they said I was a great fit, they really liked me, if there were any other future positions that seemed like a good fit to reach out to the recruiter, like, directly, which is all great. But this year has been full of being a finalist for different roles that seem like dream jobs and then not getting it. I mean, I've been a finalist for the Trevor Project. I've been a finalist for the ACLU and um, Southern, Poverty, Southern Poverty Law Center and, you know, Delta and now Wizards of the Coast. And I do want to take into account that maybe I'm romanticizing these positions, um, I know that some of my friends working at some of these companies are not having the easiest time, and so I want to be cognizant of that. However, it's been hard putting in um, all that energy and putting my best foot forward and trying to just show off all of my skill sets and be charismatic and also putting up with, you know, a marriage that was not working and then an abusive um, job situation. Oh gosh, I'm tired, guys. Um, so, but the second I gave notice that evening was the first time I slept through the night in a long time. And I'd been sleeping better with my weighted blanket and my weighted axolotl. Um, by the way, I have a weighted axolotl plushie. It's so cute. Um... And so caring for those sensory needs has been really useful, but I think I was just in multiple toxic environments that were leeching my energy and to the point of causing depression, anxiety, all of my ER visits over the last year, just my body was so out of whack, so uncomfortable and in pain and tired. And um, I'm really proud of myself because I wrote an exit letter and I sent it to HR and several other people in the company because even if nothing changes, at least I finally got to say my piece. Because guys, it was bad. It was, it was very bad and it was minimized and I felt gaslit and um, 
I was constantly questioning if I was being overly sensitive, but after I put it all into words and like had all of my documentation in one place, I realized how bad it had been over the last year. Just racism, homophobia, um, fat phobia, just all of the isms that you can possibly think of, I experienced almost daily at this job and I was minimizing it and I was trying to be strong and I was trying to just make it through another day um and so far only one person has responded to it and it wasn't HR (laughs) and it wasn't it was like the most obscure person and the only reason I sent it to him is because he and I had been talking about the fact that I was on a final warning and why I was on a final warning at, at work. And he thought it was absolutely absurd. And he was in leadership, but in a different department. And so I just wanted him to know my side of the story as well. But man, I don't have an income lined up. I'm currently applying for things. Um, I really want to lean into the creative side of graphic design and coaching small businesses, especially um, queer businesses with their branding. I'm also working towards um, maybe creating some Twitch packages and stuff where I design um, their, you know, marketing collateral pieces. I'm just trying to be open-minded and accept that I'll probably have to do something like work at Starbucks or Barnes & Noble or whatever, or not have to, but just being open to the idea of taking a job to pay my bills while I figure myself out. I think a part of me wants to take a step off the career train and just be. It actually reminds me of a panic attack I had recently and... I didn't know how to communicate what I needed. I, I Normally I'm pretty good at that, but I just, I literally couldn't articulate. And so my friend who was next to me said, okay, do you need some affirmations? And I said, I just kind of shook my head, yes. And I said, I think I need to be reminded that I'm strong and I'm gonna get through this. And they said, actually, I don't think you need to be strong. I think you'll find that life is per- perfectly livable even when you feel weak. I think that you've been strong enough for long enough. And right now it's time to just be. And that has been a theme that has been coming up a lot lately. I've spent so many years striving to be more than I am. And not that I can't be, you know, not be more, but... Not that trying to grow is a bad thing, but there's a difference between that and trying to be superwoman and trying to be a good partner and supporting my partner through two plus years of not having a job and also trying to be the perfect wife and trying to be the perfect employee and trying to be the bigger person in situations and trying to manage all of my health issues and not asking for help. That's another thing that I'm really coming to terms with is that I struggle with being hyper independent because of so many different things that have happened in my past I don't trust people to take care of me in the way that I need them to or if they are going to offer it always comes with some kind of stipulation or 
I will help you if you do X, Y, and Z. And I'm not in a position where I want to emotionally owe anyone right now. I would rather... I would rather white-knuckle it and figure my shit out on my own than owe anyone. And so, it's hard to trust people that when they say they want to help, that they mean it as a gift. And maybe... I don't know. Ooh. Thank God for therapy. The main thing that my therapist has been asking me to pay attention to is mindfulness because those are the skills that are going to get me through this and those are the skills that I'm um, struggling most with. Remembering to breathe, remembering to do the bare minimum to be effective and not do anything extra, drinking water, eating food, really caring for that bottom rung of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs because that's what's been in jeopardy for so long. And it's been hard to manage my anxiety. Like, this is... What I'm doing is a crazy thing. But I would rather have the difficulty that I choose than the devil I know. I would rather feel like I'm in control of my fate than be stuck in a job that is abusive and just soul-crushing. And that job was not that hard. And the funny thing is... Whenever that boss was on vacation for like a week, um, you know, several months ago, it was the first time they went on vacation for an extended period of time. The energy was so different. I could do my job just fine. I wasn't feeling so anxious. Um, I loved the team that I was working on. Like I was able to consider working at that position for a long time as, as, as long as I needed to figure out my next step. The second they came back, it was just so clear. They were the reason why I felt the way I did at this position. And the most frustrating thing was that other leadership who heard this person say these problematic things didn't do anything. We were in managers' meetings and this person would say something racist. And I was a new manager, so I didn't, I was shocked and I didn't know what to say. But there were other people who had been there for years and no one said anything. And it's quite possible they said it in private, but honestly, it needs to be said in the moment. (laughs) I just lost faith in all leadership at my position when things like that were not called out. This person felt so comfortable saying these things. (laughs) And honestly, I don't expect anything to change, but with the exit letter, I was trying to frame it as the truth, where if nothing changes, they're going to continue having turnover. They're going to continue losing their minority employees. They're going to continue alienating anyone who doesn't Um, fit within their demographic that feels that aligns with this leader 
I'm glad I left. I'm glad I said my piece, but I'm also so angry that I got mistreated for so long that I didn't feel safe enough to speak up and also that the people I talked to didn't tell me that there was a way to report stuff like this to our diversity department (laughs) I had to find that out on my second to last day as I was doing research I had talked to HR back in May about what was going on I told them specific racist and homophobic things this person said and they didn't do anything and they didn't give me any resources and they didn't tell me I could report it to the diversity department and I just felt so alone and this person was a good actor so in public when they weren't around management they knew how to have a really good not even good This side of them was not present around people outside of our department, which was even more sinister because I felt like if I said anything, not necessarily that I wouldn't be believed, but that no one else would have experienced the same things that I have, which was also all the more confusing because managers that have since left told me that I was not crazy, that I was being treated differently compared to everyone else. And they couldn't explain why, but that they saw it too. In manager meetings, this person wouldn't make eye contact with me. Um, when they would walk down the hall, they would ask everyone else how their, you know, family was doing and you know how their weekend was, and then they would quickly walk past my office, even when the door was open, and not ask me how I was doing. And it became even more apparent whenever I had to change my name at work because of my divorce, and several other people consistently checked on me. And this boss didn't do so once. In fact, um, I was given a final warning the week after my divorce was uh, decided upon because I had a panic attack and called out. And with an HR person right next to her, she said, you can't call out every time you get overwhelmed, Natalie. That broke me too. What are you supposed to say? I'm literally in the middle of a meeting about a final warning. I wanted to explode and I would look like the crazy employee. So I bit my tongue. I'm so angry thinking about it. I don't deserve to be treated that way. No one does. Anyways, wow, this became a venting session. My point being, life has been crazy. Um, I'm proud of myself for getting out, but I'm also super nervous about finding my income. But I'm gonna just take it one moment at a time. I'm going to allow my body to rest. I'm going to still dig into my community. And I'm going to do the best I can with what I've got. I love you all so much. I know that life is crazy for all of us in so many different ways. And I wish I could be of more service. But 
think I'm kind of in a situation where I'm not completely pulling back from content creation. I actually feel like I have enough energy that I'm going to be pulling together a little bit more of a plan. But I got to take care of myself first. I got to put on my own oxygen mask first before I can help anyone else. Now that I'm not representing a state school, I do feel more comfortable putting together different um, like series on TikTok. I am gonna, I, I gained a lot of followers um, whenever I tossed around an idea about doing a series on getting divorced in your 20s. And there was so much positive feedback of people in their 20s saying, yes, we don't have this resource, please make this resource. Every time I talk to someone in real life, they're like, I have five different friends that are also going through this that could really use this kind of support. So I will be working on that. Um, Another thing I've been getting a lot of positive feedback about is um, self-care for neurodivergence especially those of us who have serious sensory needs, whether it's, you know, fidgets or soft blankets or, you know, weighted blankets or sound needs, um, you know, just honoring those things instead of judging them and ignoring them. So those, (laughs) those are two things I definitely want to work on. I also want to keep working on my Twitch channel. So I have been trying to do art on Sundays and I've been trying to do gaming on Thursdays. I've not done a great job of (laughs) keeping to that schedule, Um, but I've really been enjoying it and I feel like I'm getting better at streaming. And then uh, this podcast, I do want to return to, it probably won't be as frequent as it was when I started, but I want to do it at least once or twice a week of just sharing where I'm at. And then I have two books that I had been working on but put on hold. One of them is fiction, one is nonfiction. The fiction book has a lot of queer characters in it. It is inspired by D&D and I've already got it all outlined and I've got 10,000 words and I should probably use it as (laughs) NaNoWriMo material just to really kick my butt. And then the other book is a sequel to my first um, autobiography and it's called I Don't, Going Through Divorce in My 20s. Um, And it's sectioned off into the seven stages of grief. It'll also have coaching questions just like the last book. And I understand I'm in the middle of all of this, but that's why I want to write it now so that I can be extremely raw and honest about what it's like to literally go through it. I don't think that I'm currently qualified to finish the book but a lot of coaching and teaching and mentorship is about being just one step ahead of someone in their journey and being able to call back to hey I've been through this and this is what helped and you're not alone and let me point you towards all of the resources that helped me that's my goal I don't consider myself an expert in this subject, and I don't know that I ever will be, but I've noticed there are not that many resources out there specifically for this demographic. And I'm also noticing because of COVID and just this generation, there's going to be a lot of divorces because we're not putting up with anything anymore. 
we're not gonna life life is too short to stay in abusive relationships or stay in things that aren't working or if you're queer staying in you know straight relationships it just it's not worth it not to say that all marriage is bad i actually don't believe that but i want to support those of us who probably feel a lot of shame and anger and sadness and hopelessness and devastation because you had this whole life that you were living this whole plan this partnership or what you believed was partnership or maybe it was it just wasn't what you needed you weren't getting your needs met and now you have to start over and how the fuck do you do that and how do you deal with the shame of quote unquote a marriage not working out So, I'm back. I'm not sure in what capacity yet, but thank you so much for being in my community. And I look forward to to being back soon.